the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you on a wonderful Sunday afternoon throughout Central Florida. Once again, I want to welcome our new 2 o'clock hour listeners on Sunday. Of course, the Roger Franklin Williams Show has been on for many years, uh, right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Um, At various time segments, most recently from 3 to 4 p.m., we are relatively new here in the 2 p.m. time period, and I suspect we've got quite a few brand new listeners, and I want to give you a, a special welcome to our program, and of course, give a big welcome to all of our regular listeners who are joining us, continuing to join us as well. And for our new listeners, we'll just give a very brief overview of the mission of our program. Um, As I said before, the mission of the program is to protect, preserve, and defend, help to protect, preserve, and defend America's founding traditions of God, family, country. We're a program that's grounded in belief in America's founding traditions, our founding principles as expressed in the Declaration of Independence by Thomas Jefferson, and then is codified into law in the in our country's creation as a democratic republic, constitutional democratic republic in our constitution, and of course also encoded in our judicial system as well. You know concepts such as first and foremost that all individuals have rights, unalienable rights. All people have unalienable rights that those rights come from God, not from government, from God. We all have, in America, have God-given rights. The purpose of governments in general, as Jefferson so eloquently stated, is to preserve these rights. And governments derive their just powers, once again quoting Thomas Jefferson, from the consent of the governed. That, in a nutshell, is the United States of America, the purpose and the mission of the United States of America, and that's what we continue, it's what we strive to continue to to uphold and defend and promote, and as we all know, uh, those very core principles are dramatically um, under attack today from all sectors, and especially, sadly, <laughs> um, within our own institutions, mostly, primarily, at the the elite levels of those various institutions. And, you know, it's a truth we just can't really run away from, so we just have to address it. And that's a, 
unfortunately become a major topic of our of our show, a necessary a necessary major topic of our program as well. So that's basically it in a nutshell. It's basically we're here to to preserve our constitutional principles, to preserve the the principles stated by Jefferson in the Declaration of Independence, and of course our legal justice system. You know, wonderful concepts, revolutionary concepts such as equal justice under the law, innocent until proven guilty, defendants have the right to to face their accusers, uh, due process, trial by jury. These are extraordinary things. These things that, we, that, that I know, speaking for myself, I've taken for granted pretty much all my life. Um, most of us probably have. Uh, but it, but these are concepts in our legal justice system that are not to be taken for granted. Uh, they were revolutionary in 1776. They're one of the things that our judicial system uh, is one of the things that makes America the, the exceptional and the extraordinary and the exceptional nation we have been. Since 1776, and once again, we are obviously seeing uh, we are seeing obvious s- signs that um, you know our our just, judicial system is not functioning properly. Uh, where we're beginning to see evidence of a two tier judicial system, where political um, persuasions, where um, political thoughts uh, uh, and loyalties are actually punished. Uh, in our judicial system and by law enforcement agencies, specifically the Department of Justice and the FBI. So anyway, that's the world we're living in right now, and that's what we talked about on our show. We do let you know a little bit later, we look forward to speaking with an outstanding young man who's a candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, District 40, which covers a big part of West uh, West Orlando and West Orange County, Pine Hills area. Okoy, parts of Winter Garden. Um, Nate Robertson will join us. We look forward to having Nate Robertson join us here a little bit later in our program. But before we go any further, of course, I want to remind you that the Roger Frank and William Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. And of course, remind you that Christner's is where you'll be served prime cuts of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. And I also want to let you know, give a word from our friends over at Miller Sod Sales, let you know that Miller Sod Sales strives to do their best for every customer every time. Miller Sod Sales takes great pride in their clean, well-maintained equipment, their honest, dependable work, and their fresh, quality sod. Let Miller Sod Sales green up your life. Family-owned and operated since 1995. And you can find out more at John Miller Trucking and Sidesales.com. That's John Miller Trucking and Sidesales.com. And um, so to kind of pick up where we were talking, that gives you a brief overview of where we're coming from on the station, on this program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Also, a major element of our program, a major mission, is uh, in depth inter- to provide you uh, with in depth interviews from, with elected officials. And candidates, especially during election season, and that's you know, of course, the Nate, the Nate Robertson interview will be part of our Roger Franklin Williams Show 2022 election series. And want to uh, once again thank Congressman Don Dan Webster for joining us on last week's program. You know, he had a a, a, a very uh, substantial victory 
significant victory in, uh, in where he fought off a very strong primary challenge uh, by an enthusiastic, passionate Republican challenger, Laura Loomer. Um, Congressman Webster was uh, able to withstand that challenge and with, with a with a strong, I believe the last uh, numbers I saw were 54 to 55% victory. And as we talked about last week, yeah, that's a testament to just to his stolid, for lack of a better word, nature during his entire career in as an elected official going back to 1980 when he was first elected as an outsider candidate uh, to the Florida legislature. Remember it well, actually. And, um, you know, and literally since that time, he has been a, a, a just a solid voice for the constitutional principles we were just uh, was just you know speaking about for you know and, and just as a, a a solid rock a solid rock that we can the kind of solid rock we can build a nation upon and a community upon and a in a decent moral country upon that's that's been Dan Webster he hasn't been flashy he's not the the first guy to get headlines he actually avoids the headlines um, but I can assure you that he has worked behind the scenes in, with diligence and intelligence uh, and, and craft uh, in his entire legislative career. And, of course, many you know, of you will remember that goes all the way back from, as I said before, being a huge upset victory in 1980 to the Florida legislature as an outsider, <clears throat> as the non-handpicked uh, candidate uh, by the Republican establishment to rising through the ranks. And, and by the way, those were days back when the Republicans were outnumbered over two to one in the Florida legislature. I, mean, I remember those days well, and uh, it was it was almost considered to be, a, you know, Republicans taking control of, of the Florida legislature back in those days wasn't even considered to be even a, a possibility anytime in the near future. So anyway, uh, fortunately, that uh, became accomplished within about 10 years, thanks to the hard work uh, in the vineyards, if you will, of grassroots politics of, of many of us, and I'll certainly include myself there, and I know many of you were right there with us, with me. And um, so anyway, by, and thanks to that, the Republicans you know, took control of the legislature in Florida. You know, back in those days, <laughs> um, Florida, uh, Republicans actually took control of Orange County. I remember it well. Back in 1988, I was leading a voter registration drives during that time. And for the very first time in, since Reconstruction, Republicans became a majority county in Orange County. Now, as we all know, sadly, that has gone dissipated, and it's exactly the opposite now. And you know, de- Democrats uh, have extraordinary dominance in Orange County right now. But just share a little bit of background history with you, and you know, because we have so many people that move here literally every day, and but now people that have now lived here for 15 or 20 years who are substantial um, and to a certain extent long-term citizens of Orange County, they, they still, um, you know, there's still a lot of history uh, that precedes people that have even you know, moved here 10, 15, 20 years ago. And um, just share a little bit about the career of Congressman Webster with you. And then you know, you, 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 I would be remiss if I were to leave out um, that Congressman Webster rose through the ranks uh, from literally a Republican uh, backbencher back when the Republicans were in the minor- greatly in the minority in the Florida House to eventually uh, he's established a goal as being he wanted to be the very first Republican Speaker of the House since Reconstruction. That was a period of over 100 years. 
and he accomplished that goal through extraordinarily diligent work, but also through his his integrity and his commitment to constitutional principles and to, frankly, uh, Judeo-Christian principles, um, living them uh, more so than speaking them. And then he uh, eventually became president of the Senate as well, the Florida Senate, and that's all before becoming uh, elected to Congress. So some people, you know, so anyway, that's uh, no mystery why I'm uh, a strong supporter of, of Congressman Webster, and it was wonderful to have him join us. And, of course, he's going to be on the ballot again in the general election uh, facing a Democrat coming up um, in the November general election. Well, friends, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue to have our discussion today on the Roger Frank and William show. Before we go to that break, I want to give a shout out to our friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and Burn Fat Orlando and let you know they were voted. Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic have just been voted, have been recently voted best chiropractor once again. Friends, we'll be right back with the Roger Frank and William show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Great to be with you today, and I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, these are very crucial times for a lot of reasons, but uh, and what I want to focus on on this segment, this conversation, you know, the next 10 or you know, 12 minutes or so, are the opportunities that we have as individuals to literally help preserve our nation and to really make a positive difference, a dramatic positive difference in the future of our country, specifically as relates to preserving our constitutional, God-given constitutional rights, as preserving our American way of life, our traditional American way of life that respects our founding traditions of God family, country, that respects the principles espoused by Thomas Jefferson in our Declaration of Independence, that all men, all people are created equal, that they have certain unalienable rights, and they were endowed by our Creator. Those rights are God-given. That to, to preserve those rights, governments are instituted among men. That's the purpose of government, to preserve the citizens' rights, and government derives its just powers from the consent of the governed. It's not the other way around. Citizens are not to live our lives based on the desires of government. Government is to reflect and to um, represent the desires of the citizens. That's the way it should work in the United States of America. As we all know, it's not exactly working that way uh, to a large extent right now. Well, guess what? You and I have the opportunity to change it um, as long as we have free and fair elections. And I'll make no commentary at the moment about that other than just to assume that we're going to have a free and fair election coming up here in November. And what I want to talk about now are just a few very basic grassroots techniques that so, you know, literally everyone hearing this program can incorporate at least one or two of these techniques. Some of you can can do a lot of them. But if the point I want to get across is if, if anybody listening to our program right now just employs one of the things that I'm talking about, you have a great opportunity to influ- influence at least one other vote 
in this election coming up and in future elections if you continue to do it. And that's what I want to really focus on. Before we go further, though, I want to let you know that now that we are, as we, as we, it, you know, as I think we all know, based on the most recent weather reports, we are still very much in hurricane season here in central Florida. And as a result of that, I want to let you know that the guys up at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair have everything you'll need for hurricane preparation, including a strong line of generators um, at various price points. So I urge you to get up to see the guys at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. And as you already know, they're your one-stop center for all of your lawn and garden needs 365 days a year, 12 months a year. You can find out more at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. And once again, I want to remind you, they've got everything you'll need for hurricane preparation, including generators. Basically, here's the thing, is that it's amazing how much one individual can literally impact votes in an election. And so I'm just kind of going to start to um, mention several things that I have learned over the years and employed uh, successfully to, to get votes for people. And uh, the first thing I want to share really to, to, to address is something that I deal with and I know that we all deal with. It's inherent shyness about, well, gee, who do we talk to? And I don't know, what if my friends don't want me to talk about a candidate? And what if I might rub somebody the wrong way? And, and all those things. So actually addressing, and I, and I do encourage you and, and I you know, you know encourage myself to get out of my shell and to talk to more people about uh, just address, uh, have conversations uh, about uh, the, the, the candidates, especially the very important ones, like the presidential candidates and now the congressional candidates. Um, but there are a lot of things you can do without even, without even engaging somebody in, in a one-on-one conversation. And so those are some of the things I want to want to talk about now. And, and the thing that we need to, to really understand is that most people, let me put it this way, pretty much anybody listening to our show, virtually every single one of you, um, are, are, are astute, very politically astute, much more politically astute than the average person. Um, and the thing is, we pay attention much more than the typical citizen. And I'm talking about good citizens. I'm talking about people, hardworking people. They have their jobs. They're good family people, whatever. They're living uh, lives as free Americans. They believe in God, family, country. They're patriotic Americans, um, all those things. But a lot of these people just do not, they don't watch the shows. They don't, they don't listen to our stations. They don't watch Fox News. They don't, they don't consume much um, at all, uh, uh, quote, unquote, political news. And so these people are getting <laughs> probably what they consume is so-called mainstream media uh, and popular culture information, which means they're being completely swayed in the wrong direction. And I would even say brainwashed to a large extent. So, but the point I'm saying is, is what I'm trying to say in a long way of where I'm saying it is, and I'm giving this advice to myself, just to, as I'm giving it to you, don't assume <laughs> that some good patriotic friend of yours um, is going to vote for the same candidates that we are, okay? Uh, because they just might not, and they might just I ha- they might just have a very negative uh, attitude and and concept about the candidate, the good candidates, the candidates that we would support, the constitutional candidates, the candidates who love America. So it's our job to inform them. 
so let me just start here, and there's in no particular order. I'm I'm going to try to make these start with the, the simple and easy ones first. And the last thing I want to emphasize is that, um, you know, even if 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 you're someone that that doesn't get out, you're not a member of uh, civic groups, you don't even get out and go to church. You just you might be uh, just um, uh, physically challenged. You might uh, you know really need to stay home. Um, yeah, let's let's start there. Um, you know, there's still things you can do to influence other votes. If you come in contact with any other human, um, you, you can influence other votes. And one thing you can do, even you could stick a sign in your window. And right off the bat, that's going to tell people that you that that you know that, that are not plugged in politically, that do not know, uh, have a preference in that political race. That's going to let them know that somebody they know and respect is voting for candidate A. Right off the bat, you've started to influence votes. If you just do that, <laughs> you're going to be way you're going to you know, be a huge help, much more of a huge help than doing nothing. But then going further, and then once again, for people that might be shut in, that uh, don't have an active uh, a life outside the home, um, the, the internet. I mean, that's one of the positives about the internet. You can find out. There's amazing amount of things you can do online to help support candidates. Um, of course, social media is, is, is one of them, but you can also find out information. In fact, uh, there was a great guest on Charlie Kirk the other night. And if you, and friends, I, sure, I, sus, I suspect virtually most everybody that listens to our show listens to Charlie Kirk. But if you don't, I strongly encourage you to tune into Charlie Kirk. He's on pretty much every night on our stations after 8 p.m., had a young man that was talking about the crucial congressional races across the country and how there's literally, literally a, about two handfuls, a couple of dozen or less of, of, con, of con congressional races that are pretty much 50, 50. They're, uh, you know, they're, 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 um, you know, toss ups uh, that if those go the Republicans way, Republicans can take the house of representatives if they lose the majority of those, they're going to Democrats are going to stay in power and about how, how monumental just for the Republicans to take over Congress would be um, and how these particular races, literally a couple dozen races across, nationwide w- will make that difference. And listen, and, and he talked about one specifically that I remember district two in Maine. And he talked about a couple that I don't remember off the top of my head, but, but, but the point was he was making is you can go on the Internet, you can go online, and you can find out what these races are. You can contact those candidates via their websites or their social media, um, and you can get engaged in helping those people. It could be sending them $10 or $25. It, it could be other things that you could do to help them, and then they can tell you specifically what, what can be done to help them. It could be supporting them via social media um, and, and, and via the Internet, uh, But but there's... Uh, you can help help them raise money um, uh, by contacting people. But my point is, get engaged. Don't just sit here and 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 it's great to vote. That's crucial. But um, there's so much more that in, each of us can do in, instead of in addition to voting. And since we're getting up near our break, I'm going to hit them pretty quickly. But for people that do get out a little bit or a lot, just engage your friends. I mean, the people at your any civic group you go to, your Rotary Club, your Lions Club, Kiwanis Club, um, any church group that you have, um, just don't assume that people are going to see things the way you do. <coughs> Excuse me. And 
let's just you know take the initiative to to talk about uh, some of the issues that are that are important, such as our God family country heritage. Um, you know the the fact that we really need the you know for for lack for any for lack of anything else. We need to get incompetent. We need to get competent people um, running the economy again. That we need to open up our energy resources. Um, nobody likes these high these high energy prices, uh, no matter what party they're in. Um, you know, except for a few uh, you know, radical environmentalist types. But um, you know, just engage other people, and there's amazing what you can do. One other thing, like before we have to go to break, if you just write postcards, just write, sit down. Everybody you know, old-fashioned postcards. Now, if you want to do it online, you can do that. You can email people. That'll work. Or if you want to go old school, write a postcard to everybody on your Christmas card list. Or sit down and write the people that that, that, that you know or even in your neighborhood, uh, in your precinct. Just send them a one- or two-sentence note. Ask them to vote for the candidate you want to. You would be amazed. Elections are won just on that very tactic right there. Um, so anyway, I, there's a few ideas I, I encourage you to do, and we'll talk about more on our show as we get closer to the election. Well, friends, we're going to go to another quick break on The Roger Franklin Williams Show, sponsored by Florida Door Solutions. Please stay with us. Welcome to The Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Well, friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Great to be with you today. So we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, our nation. Of course, on our program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show, we talk about those issues from a perspective that honors our founding traditions of God, family, country. And the mission of our show is to protect, preserve, and defend America's founding traditions. Also, another edition of our Roger Franklin Williams Show 2022 election series. Just a moment, we'll be joined by an outstanding young man, Nate Robertson, who's a candidate for the Florida House of Representatives as a Republican nominee, Florida House District 40. Before we go to Nate Robertson, of course, I want to once again, um, in lieu of recent weather reports, such as earlier t- a few minutes ago, uh, let you know that the guys up at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair have everything you'll need for hurricane preparation. That includes an impressive line of generators. Of course, and you, as you already know, Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair is your one-stop headquarters for all of your lawn and garden needs year-round, 12 months a year, 365 days a year. You can find out more at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com, Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. And they are located on Highway 441, also known as Orange Blossom Trail, Highway 441, on the north side of Apopka, up near Plymouth, actually, at the corner of Plymouth Reno Road. Now let's go to... Nate Robertson. Hello, Nate. Uh, it's great to catch up with you again, and uh, congratulations. Uh, you've, you know, you're now the re- you know, Republican nominee officially, and you're going to engage uh, the Democrats in the general election. Can you just give us a brief update on how things are going with your campaign? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Roger, for having me on. It's, 
really a pleasure to be with you. It's a great honor. So thanks again. Yeah, um, so the campaign is going really well. So again, I am a candidate for Florida House um, District 40, which um, you know includes like around the Ocoee area to the College Park area, this uh, West Colonial Southern border. The campaign's going, you know, really strong. It's um, really been a campaign where we've really focused on meeting the residents um, directly and really focusing on the needs of the community. You know, and, and definitely your listening audience will be, um, you know, interested in hearing that this campaign has really been centered around faith and family and freedom, really based in an understanding that we need strong family values in our community. We need strong, you know, biblical values that really propel a strong um, autonomy as well. So things have been going very well and just staying very busy and connecting with voters and talking to them about what the future could look like. This is an area of Orange County that has not had um, an option to the Democrat representation in over 10 years. So it is definitely something where we are really working hard to connect to people and to get them to think about what the future could look like with a different kind of representation. We're speaking with Nate Robertson, candidate for the Florida House, House of Representatives, District 40, on the Roger Frank and Williams show. And Nate, let's pick it up there. And first of all, I'd like to have you share more specifically about the you know, specific geographical area that that um, your district uh, contains. But then also pick up where you said, um, you know, the the Republicans haven't even fielded a candidate in that race in 10 years. And, and let's talk about the, the uphill nature, if you will, or the underdog nature of your candidacy, because, you know, as we all know, as everybody knows, there's a decided um, edge in Democrat registration. Doesn't mean they're all going to vote Democrat, but I mean that gives the Democrat candidate an edge going in. And can you talk about how you are are addressing that? You know, just uh, how are you going about uh, knowing that you're going to have to get um, you know a lot, you know, a significant number of Democrat and non-affiliated voters in addition to the Republicans in order to get to, to get the win. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Roger, for the the two part question. So. So the first part regarding the, the geography, so the geography of this district is, um, you know, all of Pine Hills. So if you take Pine Hills as the center of the district, it's all of Pine Hills, and then it goes out to parts of the Coey, out to 429, and it goes all the way to parts of College Park at, four, at, um, at I-4. So it includes almost all of College Park, um, the north section of the Coey, and then the Lockhart, Rosemont, Edgewater, and Pine Hill section. And, you know, when you talk about the reality of where we are in this district, and, and honestly, without, throughout Orange County, there is a, a larger amount of Democrat um, registered voters, and there are Republicans. But the, the wild card there really does begin with the NCA voters, so the non-affiliated voters, the voters who have either registered as independent or they're registered as a smaller, um, smaller party. And that number um, outnumbers Republicans in my district and even countywide. And that group of people are really a group of people who um, tend to look at the issues uh, more in a pragmatic way, I, I guess you would say, of what are the issues that are going to most, you know, help to, you know, really move the community forward. And so we have really been focusing on those non-affiliated voters because understanding that they're concerned about the economy, um, the Democrats are too, and talking to them about being concerned about the economy. But with the, the non-affiliated voters, there is a lot of, um, you know, understanding of what it takes to move the 
economy forward and a lot of desire to see, um, you know, family values preserved and to see education choice continue to be something that parents have access to in Florida and to make sure that small businesses are really strong. So we focus our messages, you know, around a lot of those topics and going directly to the voters. We have spent, um, you know, hours on hours. I can't even tell you how many hours at this point. Knocking on doors, we've been to um, several thousand homes already of the 51,000 homes in the district, and we're going to continue doing that all the way through Election Day. So really it's been a lot of focus on how do we talk to people about the messages of what tomorrow could look like. And I think that a lot of that goes to the other point that you were making in that there has not been a Republican candidate fielded since um, the 2012 election. And so no one has even attempted to challenge the Democrats on, um, you know, their initiative. And no one has really gotten voters talking about the reality that the Democrats in Tallahassee are in such a severe minority that they have a very hard time getting any of their initiatives through the legislature, getting any of their initiatives to get traction when it comes to allocations of funding. And this district specifically needs focus again from Tallahassee. We need the focus of funding that is available to other parts of Florida. We need the focus of initiatives that help to improve this community with safety, with education, with small businesses, and making sure that people have more money in their pocket than the government does. Friends, we're speaking with Nate Robertson. He's a candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, seat number 40, which is the west side of city of Orlando and the west side of Orange County. And, Nate, we probably have time for about one more question. And, you know, as you were t- talking, I was just kind of curious what uh, led you to, you know, want to seek this particular position. I'm sure you live in the area, but, you know, I mean, you're, you're not necessarily limited to that in terms of running for office. Um, I'm sure there were other, uh, you know, Florida House representative seats that would have been less challenging, possibly. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, what led you to want to accept, a, a, you know, this big of a challenge in, in your quest to serve in the, in the Florida legislature? Sure, absolutely. Thanks again for the question, Roger. Um, really, when I began to look around at kind of the situation in my community, because I do live here in Ocoee, just in the general area, I was really concerned with what I was seeing as a lack of attention, a lack of focus, a lack of really the kind of um, attention and representation that I feel like that the people deserve. You know, I've never been in politics before, but I've always had kind of a political mind and I've always paid attention. And honestly, I believe that God called me to run this race. I I remember looking around at the community and beginning to look at the landscape and, and what seats were going to be open and and kind of just thinking about it and praying about it really about, you know, two, two and a half years ago and just really began to feel that I was being, you know, called by God to run this race. Now, that obviously doesn't mean that victory is guaranteed. There's still a lot of work to do. But, you know, I I saw um, that there was just a lack of attention and focus, especially to the Pine Coast community. And as I began to talk to people on the ground, I heard it directly from their mouth. In their front yards, I had men and women tell me that they felt forgotten. They felt invisible. They felt like nobody cared about them, that people told them that things were going to get better, but that things never did. And that just continued to fuel the fire, that I needed to be a representation for this community that could truly say, I'm your neighbor, and I'm here to fight for you. You know, and I think that the other part of that is for my boys. 
have two boys. They're 13 and 2. Yeah, it's a huge age gap. But I, I look at them. I look at what does the future look for them here in Central Florida? What does it look like? What does it look like for all the children in my district and for the grandchildren? And all of that really propelled me to make sure that this community had an option this year on November 8th. Well, we uh, you commend you for what you're doing. You know, and really, I can tell you're working really hard at it. You've got a great message, and uh, we wish you all the best. And who goes? It could be a very historic uh, a night if you were able to capture that seat in uh, District 40, and um, you know, really kind of a, a you know a, a t- a possibly even you know a life changing situation for many of your constituents. So, uh, we commend you for your efforts. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Nate Robertson, friends, candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, District 40, which, as you've heard, as we've heard, is a big part of the west side of the city of Orlando, including Pine Hills um, and the west side of Orange County as well. Well, friends, we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear from our friend Derek Hicks of Thompson Jewelers. And But before we go to Derek, once again, I want to remind you, now that we are, you know, I probably don't need to remind you, Uh, that we are still very much in hurricane season. And I want to let you know that the guys up at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair have everything you'll need for hurricane preparation, including a strong line of generators. You can find out more at apopkamore.com. They're located on Highway 441 on the north side of Apopka uh, at the corner of Plymouth Reno Road. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show with Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, it's great to be with you today. And I also want to, once again, um, say, give a shout out uh, to our two o'clock hour listeners. You know, we are recently in the two o'clock hour on Sunday. We were in the three o'clock hour. So I know that we have a lot of our regular listeners from Sunday at 3 and all from the various times we've been on all these years uh, joining us. But I also know that probably we have some brand new listeners listen to our show as well here in the Sunday 2 o'clock hour. And I want to say a special welcome to you and hope you're enjoying the program. Of course, the Roger Franklin Williams Show is a program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, and country. Also want to let you know, speaking of small business as we were, as we um, ended the last uh, segment, I want to give a huge shout out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Like Thompson Jewelers, Florida Door Solutions supports all the shows you hear right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. And I want to urge you that if you have garage door problem of any kind, to contact Florida Door Solutions. And you can get them at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. I'll have a shout-out to them. I actually had them come out to my house. I had all kind of trouble with my garage door. Wow, they came out there and fixed it, and it's been working perfectly. So excellent job. I did not know that. Thank you very much. And it's another great story. We've shared it before on our show. It's a family-owned business. They literally started the business in their own home uh, about 16 or 17 years ago. Wow, that's great. And um, 
Well, Derek, let's continue to talk about these themes because it's, it's great to have you joining us, uh, you know, somebody who gets it and, and really has a, an acute understanding of, of essentially you know, the values upon which our country were founded, our constitutional values and, and the threat that we're facing now. And I guess I'd like to, to go back to Mike Lindell, uh, the MyPillow guy. And this is just particularly disturbing to me because um, he's not a political figure. You know, he's not out making speeches uh, with with uh, you know, uh, a rhetoric, you know, hostile, you know, inflammatory rhetoric, if you will, on the street corner or whatever. He's just a, a businessman, a guy in, in business trying to make it just like like me and you. He has a tremendously positive story, comeback oh, yeah. story, overcoming adversity, uh, turning his life around, um, providing, you know, found a niche to provide a service that, that's been extremely successful. Um, advertising and supporting media that that's that's God family country pro American uh, you know, pro constitution media and now seemingly he's under severe attack from federal law enforcement um, I, I, I and I would suspect mainly for his political views well yeah and it's it's a shame that they have gone after a person like that because what kind of threat is Mike Lindell to the American people. He's no threat to the American people, and they know that. So they should concentrate their efforts. And again, thankfully, as I heard, there's some whistleblowers in the DOJ that have been speaking out. And that's what it's going to take, enough people in the DOJ that know what the right thing is, know what the wrong thing is to make a difference. So I hope they're going to do that. And we've heard that some of that is happening. But again, to go after a person who has really zero threat to anyone in America is not what they need to be wasting their efforts on. So that would make me think then they're being pushed by a higher up up in the DOJ that's doing it politically for a political reason. And part of that is just to send a chilling message you know, to people like you and me and our listeners and, and, and people that um, you know have a differing uh, political philosophy than they do and agenda. Of course, and ours is to support our United States Constitution. Ours, ours is to make America great. That's, that's what ours is. Um, and I would like to address, you'd mentioned off the air, that that you feel the reason they're doing it is because of, he's been vocal with his uh, you know, opinion, which he should have a right to have and express, that, he, that, that the election was tainted, uh, the presidential election in, in 2020 was tainted, and he doesn't uh, think it had, has credibility. Um, and to me personally, that's every every citizen has the right to express that opinion about about any election, really. And I think it's once again chilling if things like this are the kind of thing that are now going to get you in trouble with federal law enforcement. Once again, that's that's an America that's not the America that 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 we grew up in. Well, or, no, or was founded by our founding fathers. Well, exactly, and that's why I think we talked about that First Amendment was freedom of speech was so powerful. They wanted that first because they wanted everyone. And it it goes back the other side. Again, if they went into former President Obama's house and broke in there and took all his stuff and went through, you know, uh, Michelle Obama's closet, I would say that that was wrong, too. It would make I'd say, nope. It's so we would stand saying Roger would too. It's a no, they don't have the right to do that. They went beyond. But that's what it takes. It takes, uh, again, I always keep saying that Lady Justice who's blind and can't see the political difference between somebody, but is basically making their decision based totally on the law and the Constitution. And what it looks like we've got now is, is a weapon, weaponization, weaponizing federal law enforcement. 
Uh, and once again, that's not in the spirit of America, and, and that's 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 something that's chilling and something we're going to have to deal with and, and, and push back against. And I do want to mention, too, about questioning uh, the results of the election or, or stating publicly that you don't feel the election um, it, you know, it, it was, was credible or came out right, if you will. That's a long tradition in American history. In fact, in recent presidential elections, Democrats of all stripes, including Democrat elected officials, have vocally expressed doubts about the election that Trump won over Hillary Clinton and specifically about the the elections that that George W. Bush won as president. In fact, there have been uh, specific cases of, of, of Democrat congressmen, congresspeople, um, filing, you know, written petitions and so forth, the challenging those elections uh, that, that George Bush won. There was actually one, I think, um, uh, you know, congressman that that refused to, uh, to to vote to to, cert, to vote to certify those George Bush winning presidential election. Nobody nobody called them out. The FBI never showed up at their house. Well, you know, it's interesting because it, uh, we we know from history the the Nixon Kennedy in nineteen sixty it was so close and they had to pick delegates so so it wasn't President it was Senator Kennedy at the time in Hawaii it was so close it could make the difference in the election he actually did something that they're trying to go after Trump for he set delegates and case ready so that if he won Hawaii, he was behind in Hawaii, but he went ahead and figured he could win it. So he put the delegates there ahead of time, something that President Trump did that they're trying to go after him for. So to make a long story short, thank Hawaii then went for Kennedy. So he was ready with those delegates. So again, just some background behind what's happens behind the scenes. They're going after Trump and Trump people for doing the exact same thing. If like a count, a state like say Wisconsin would have instead of went for Biden would have went for Trump. He would have been prepared with the delegates. Exactly. Uh, many of the things that, that Trump is being targeted for and actually a, you know, trying, they're trying to accuse him of, of, of criminal behavior or, or breaking law or something, um, and, and, and even civil uh, breaking the law, are, are just things that, that have gone place business as usual for years, you, including this whole documents thing. From what I understand, um, it's been talked about you know, um, over the airwaves and so forth uh, in the media. Uh, a lot of presidents you know, have, have documents that, if you wanted to get all technical about it, they might have sh- not should have had in their homes. Exactly. And I, Roger said something. We were off the air, but uh, Roger said something I thought was brilliant. Is so many times we take for granted. I know the listeners here, the Roger Franklin Williams show and many of the other shows here know what they believe in and why they believe it and they can defend it. But there's so many of your neighbors and friends and family don't. And that's why you are responsible. Remember, if the sacred fire of freedom is going to survive, you have to speak out. You have to speak out to your neighbor, your friend, your family, your children, your grandchildren. And again, you can do it in love and respect, but you have to speak out. You cannot remain silent or the freedom that we have lived under will disappear. Well said, Derek. And and that's exactly the mission of the show is at the end of the day, and it's something I tell myself, and I need to do a much better job of it, but I tell myself at the end of the day, it, it's up to each one of us as an individual. We've got to do what we, we, we can do. And and it's a challenge to not um, get discouraged, because it's easy to get discouraged and throw up our hands and say, well, what can I do as one person? Or, you know, gee, if the Republicans in Washington aren't getting the job done, what can I do down here? Well, that's not the, that's not the way to look at it. We just have to do each one of us do exactly what we can do in our own uh, uh, small sphere, which you know 
might not be so small if we do what we can do um, to, to, to push back and to try to preserve our freedom. Well, exactly right. And, you know, I think of something small you can do is your yard. There's certain you can put up a yard sign of someone you represent. I'm sitting here in the studio looking at a Ron DeSantis, Florida governor sign. If you love Governor Ron DeSantis and you like what he stands for, which I hope you do, you should put up a sign in your yard. That's a powerful statement. And I know maybe some of your neighbors may not like him. But then again, that gives you the ability to say, here's what he's done. Here's what I like. And a lot of times people just hear on the news. They just happen to hear on the news what he's doing bad. They don't hear all the good things he do, does. So you have to be bold and say, you know, whatever, whoever you support, a local candidates too, put the sign at your yard boldly and stand up for what you believe in. That's a great first place to start, and I think it's an underrated place to start. If nothing else, your neighbor, if they see you're for a candidate, your neighbor who's undecided, that just might be what what throws them over. Exactly. And as you said, it can help you establish a dialogue as well. And and as we wrap things up and close today, friends, I want to really thank you for joining us. I need to give a shout-out to our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair and let you know if you've got any kind of a car problem of any kind, you need to get over to see Demetrius and and Odysseus at Sheeler Auto Repair, 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. You can trust those guys. I vouch for them. Um, It's what you said. If if, if our friends and neighbors are listening to so-called mainstream media, and a lot of them are, I've had situations recently where people I had no idea (laughs) would be a watcher of CNN or MSNBC. I've learned that they they watch it, which actually begin to explain a lot of things. They're not getting an accurate portrayal. They're not getting an accurate picture of DeSantis or Trump or or what's happening in America. So that's why it's up to us to help fill in that void. Well, you know, I'll leave the words with uh, Thomas Jefferson. If you expect to be ignorant and free, you expect what never has been or never will be. Thank you, Derek Hicks. Perfectly stated. Friends, thank you for joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.